Hey, hey, everyone, it's Lisa Clapper, a white cisgender woman. This is the Yay Show Changing Course. It's going to be a real quick one today. Sometimes when you make a commitment to do something every day and you find yourself close to nine o'clock and you still got to cook dinner, it means you got to do quick things. So lots to talk about. I will talk more tomorrow, but what I wanted to talk about today was more about writing and how a couple of times today, once unprompted by an extra side of a paper that seemed to be calling to be filled, I wrote something then, and I don't have that in front of me. And that sort of flexed my muscles for writing later with the Assembly Writers Club, which is a couple of, you know, ranges for, can be a few people, but lately it's been three or four, and it's just a lovely group. And I also did a bit of free writing as part of the Come Alive 21 Day Challenge, and last, today was the closing circle. And I don't know, and then there began my day with um, um, a small yoga group where we were talking about the heart and throat chakras, green and blue, and what sorts of things those symbolized for us. And there were a lot of trees and oceans, calming oceans and um, green forests and trees. And I thought about an open meadow of possibilities and blue skies and this clearing. And so that's kind of a starting of the day. And one of the things with the uh, um, fourth chakra is about being loving to myself and others and forgiving myself and forgiving others. And that chakra is anahata, which means unhurt, unstuck, and unbeaten, which is certainly something that the communities of the Black Indigenous people of color, especially Black communities, need right now. And by the same token, I am actually feeling encouraged by the toppling of statues of all kinds of colonial conquerors, not just Confederate figures. And yet the response by so-called militia, so is this white man with guns. Like, who says they can have guns? It's just like, come on, take the guns away. All right, that's my politics. Nobody needs to have guns. All right, so especially not the police. How about that? So anyway, back to back to love, back to the love chakra. Um, <coughs> the fifth chakra, I'm going to mispronounce this because I mispronounce just about everything I don't have a lot of experience with, because who doesn't? Visudha? Visudhaj? Um, the third chakra. It's about communicating your thoughts, feelings, and intentions clearly and accurately, and the color is blue. Words, and Sarah Silverstein, giving her credit, and I give her a shout out in my email. Words contain power and energy. They should be used with intention and deliberate action for clear communication. And the affirmations are, I am alone and accountable for expressing myself clearly. I am an important voice in the world, and my voice is heard. And I express my love and goodness every time I speak. So those are some things that I started my day with, and I really think it helped me you know, it helped set the tone, blue and green tone. And then I kept on my blue and green clothes and I decided to only write with blue and green pens and markers today to just carry that through. And I did that in the writing class. So um, I wanted to, and then yesterday, just for 
a little bit of further context. I'm not going to talk that long. It's going to be a super quick one. I super windy and my the pages of my I've written entire poems about this but the pages of the things in my folders and I have a lot of rocks that are trying to be paperweights but there's big gusts and the rocks don't hold and three times I went downstairs to retrieve them I mean one time Tom had to knock it down there to the office below, the space below, and one time I had to retrieve it and knock it down. And anyway, Gilberto was there, and it was kind of a funny moment to like connect with each other on that. So then I got a text from Wendy, my neighbor. Wendy is black. It's important to the story. I am white, Wendy is black. Um, and she texted me that she's like, I think we have some of your papers. You want to come over and get them? So since I've been up early and then I, she said I was having coffee and I don't recall if this is before or after I went and got bread. No, tough life, privileged life. So I went over to talk to her and, um, you know, at first I had my mask on and then got my papers and it turned out to be a big old chunk. And in fact, it was my anti-racist like 11 oh eight and a half by 11 a4 whatever the european metric size that's slightly bigger than the american size notebook and it was a big chunk and i was like oh yeah <laughs> like i would have missed those eventually but it was cool that she was the one that found them and then we ended up having a conversation so then she came out and i didn't want to wear my mask so i walked down a few steps i walked down a few steps more and we had a very lovely meandering conversation about a whole lot of stuff including including racism including a bunch of stuff i learned yesterday on four white women change cadet podcast dr keila cadet and adrian um kimball which i talked about at length yesterday so i wanted to just read a little excerpt from what i wrote today i said and it was really a prompt just how's it going i said well actually i've Today is today pretty well. I feel energized by the connection to this cause and more free. There's a ton of stuckness that will no doubt come back. I feel happy that my blue and green chakras seem released and well-attuned. I feel the breeze of social change flowing through my house. I feel curious and interested. Having spent 10 days in Forestville and giving our house space as a gift or friend to meditate and retreat. vulnerability and honesty that and I'm showing up in that's beyond the pale face talking about this existential crisis is bringing forth surprising grace and openness from unexpected people faces and places I'm enjoying the freedom of taking off the layers that clouded my sight that there are still underneath underneath it all two neighbors black and white having a conversation on a stoop, a few more feet away, a few clicks closer to find. In the moment, we're alive. I've come back to San Francisco and not so much found myself as brought myself 
with me. So that's it. Just keeping it real simple today. I hope that brings you a little yay. I'm really appreciating the way everyone's showing up and stepping in in different ways. And I'm really appreciating the way that I feel braver in a lot of different ways about this. So perhaps tomorrow, the collective conversation, if you're one of the people listening to this, it's going to be at 3.30 um, Pacific and weekly on Thursdays. You can find a link, a link on my site, yaycollective.com. Um, and I might try some different things, maybe taking a cue from some of the, some of my teachers and guides today and peers who gave us prompts to write, which is a releasing way. You know, writing, dancing, shaking it off. Animals release trauma by shaking. So we shook today. We shook with Danny and we danced. And we wrote and we grounded and we meditated. And I think it was just lovely. And I feel clear and energized for the night. So thank you for joining me. Namaste. Keep Keep, keep on this path. Stay awake. We don't have to go back to sleep. We won't go back to sleep. I know. Just face forward. Face into the wind. Feels good. It feels good. It might not be good. It might not be good. There are terrible things happening. But I will. I think this is a good time as I'm going to close this thing out to quote Arnie again. Um, who's my friend's stepdad, I think. Yeah. And Arnie says, if it's not good, it's not over. That just popped into my head, you know? I'm just receiving and responding to these messages that are coming to me right now in these moments. And so, if it's not good, it's not over. It's definitely not over. There's a lot of stuff that's not good. And good is such a, like, a insufficient word. But it's not over. We must keep going. And I forget exactly what Diane Edwards said today because I sent it out in my email. I don't know. I'm going to look it up for you. Diane Edwards, you know. She's one of the people who's really teaching me a ton right now. So, Diane Edwards. Bear with me a moment. I can read you some more things. You've probably already seen these things if you're on my emails. There'll be some music filling this in. <laughs> I promise you I will find it. If I had a co-host, they could help me find it faster. I know they could. Action is the antidote to despair. We need each other to change the world. Every step counts. Do not stop. And sometimes that step is just dancing it out, writing it out, clearing it out, and taking some time for yourself, whoever you are. So as we learn I'm taking a moment here. As we digest the murder of another young black man, Richard Brooks. 27-year-old black man killed by Atlanta police this weekend. 
was sleeping in his car in Wendy's parking lot when three officers showed up. They shot him in the back, fatally wounding him. That's not an appropriate word. I wouldn't believe that's killing. Um, so I signed a petition asking for justice, and I read in the New York Times shortly after that that the former officer faces 11 charges, including murder and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. So, fired less than 24 hours after the fatal shooting. We don't want any more of these deaths, any more of these murders. And yet, the response is coming faster. They're coming harder. There will be justice, and we have to keep at it. And we also have to take care of ourselves, and we have to ground and release so that we can come back out into the world and do it and be the way we are meant to be, that only we can be. All right? So thank you. Namaste. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What is it about women and the way they blow their noses? Think about that. Namaste.